text for the meditation this morning, our communion meditation, is Hebrews chapter 4. If you'd like to turn to Hebrews chapter 4, verses 14 through 16. This is God's inerrant word. Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Every Lord's Day, we are coming as a congregation before a throne. There's no throne here physically, but we are coming before a throne every time we meet here on the Lord's Day. We're coming before the throne of the King of Kings, and he is the sovereign. He defines that word, actually. He is the sovereign. And as, as for any throne, especially the throne of the Almighty God and Holy God, we should come reverently and we should come in fear because he is awesome in power. But we can also come before his throne, the throne of grace, with joy because he is a king of compassion. He is a compassionate king. Not like most of the kings of old, our king sympathizes with our weaknesses since he became, in a sense, a commoner. He became like one of us. He became a servant and he lived among us. And he knows why we need a throne of grace. He knows more than we do why we need a throne of grace, where we can seek mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And those times are, for us, I think, pretty much continual. We always need mercy and grace at the throne. And so, in a sense, he's holding out the scepter always, like King Ahasuerus did when uh, Esther came before him. He held out the scepter, without which she would have uh, been put to death. So in a sense, we have the scepter of the king of kings placed before us. We can come before him boldly, in fact, before his throne. And he knows, the Lord Jesus knows, just how weak we are and how much we need to come before his throne of grace. Not only on each Lord's Day, but daily. Uh, Even though we don't avail ourselves uh, of this strength often, like we can and we should, he, he is there. And if we are not coming before the throne of grace because we think we are not good enough, well, that is true enough if you are not the redeemed of the Lord. But as his children called and justified and adopted, we should long more and more to come before his throne. And in fact, uh, we can come boldly there, and we should come boldly there, as only children of the king can, to find this mercy and grace. And as I was thinking about this, I remembered reading a, a biography of King Alfred, and um, he, he showed great love and openness to his children, even when he was very busy. His children knew they could come to him at almost any time, and uh, it would be okay. Uh, it was a bold thing to do, but they weren't afraid to do so because their father had established this open way to come to their father, the king. He was very open uh, to their needs, and he loved them. So his children could come, no matter how busy he was. And brothers and sisters, the throne of grace is open to those who are seeking the Lord. So each week we come before the throne of grace, and then we remember the covenant of grace, which we are enjoying this morning, the covenant of grace that the Lord has made with us. And we remember here each week the sign and the seal of his covenant at the table of the Lord. And we remember his great compassion in bearing our sin and uh, shedding his blood and allowing his body to be broken for us. And this really is a, the best picture of grace you could ever uh, need. 
You know, if, <clears throat> if your children or someone who doesn't know the Lord says, well, you, you talk about grace a lot. What does that mean? Uh, you could just say, well, it's unmerited favor. Okay, that, that would work, I suppose, if you explain it a little bit. But really, the prime example of grace is the sacrifice of a holy Savior to give a reward to a sinner. It's incomprehensible on one level. So if grace is sometimes hard to explain or understand, you can point to the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus. You don't have to merit coming before his throne of grace. Indeed, you cannot. But that is the way you come before him uh, because of his grace. So whatever your sorrow this morning or the pain that you bear uh, or the burden or the fears that you have, you can come to him with all the saints today. You can come uh, yourself at any time and meet him alone and pour out your heart to him. In Matthew 6, it says, But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. So he will reward you openly. That's the picture of grace. This is grace, we, a reward we don't deserve and couldn't earn, given freely, and we can come boldly to that throne. Let's do so in prayer. Heavenly Father, God of grace, we come before you in awe, as we should, and in reverence, but also in joy that you have made a way possible for us to come to you, to seek your face, and to draw upon your grace in our struggles. Thank you, Lord, for instituting this meal of remembrance until you come, and for giving this as a means of grace, which we are so needy of. Lord, you are worthy of all praise and honor and love as we bow before you, and we come only through the atoning blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we worship you in his name. Amen.